0: Welcome to another episode of Beauty Needs Me. I'm Talia Griffin, and I'm here with my co-host, Dooney Odumasu. Hey, Dooney. Hey. And
1: if you're new to this space, on this show, we take a different approach to beauty. You'll still get product recommendations and routines, but we like to discuss beauty from a global perspective, one that crosses
0: color, culture, and country lines. We also look at beauty as a 360 experience that's rooted in mind, body, and soul. But don't get it twisted. We're still fun as hell, so you'll learn a lot and laugh a lot, too right
1: this is our first solo episode in a while and in addition to letting you know what we've been up to since October we're also incorporating new segments into the show if you're not subscribed to the pod please do so we also appreciate reviews on Apple podcast and of course keep up with us on Instagram at, at beauty meets me all right let's get into the show
0: This is so exciting. Our first little episode of the year. We're back. (laughs) Okay. So, where do you want to start? Because we have like six things to go over today. So, okay. Let's just start at the top. Okay. So, what have you been doing since October? That's a loaded question. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's, let's break it down. Have you tried any new beauty products or had any new beauty experiences since October? I have tried a few new beauty products. Yes.
1: Um, have I had any new beauty experiences like procedures? No. Okay. Um, let's see beauty products that I've tried I've been focusing a lot on hydration um, of my skin so I've read up on a couple of items but in terms of new stuff actually to be honest I just purchased some new Ren skincare products like like a week ago maybe okay I, I was pretty I felt like I was I had a really good routine that I was happy with and my skin was doing really well. So I didn't want to switch anything up. I also wasn't trying to like, just buy a bunch of new products. Um, but as I started to run low on cleanser and moisturizer, mm-hmm. I revisited Ren. Okay. So I'm trying that out now. And I got like their minis, cause I'm really big now into like just getting minis and trying and seeing what I like. And then like building a routine around that and
0: getting full size products that way. I, I've never tried brand. I know you've talked really? to about, about that before. Yeah, that's a brand that like when it comes to I won't say new brands because they're they're not a new brand, but when it comes to trying new brands, I typically am slow to yeah. just jump into new brands. Yeah. No um, on that. That's why I think I,
1: sorry, go ahead. No, no.
0: But I I know you've mentioned them before yeah. and that, that you you liked a lot of their stuff.
1: Yeah, because I really like their Glow Tonic is why I um, decided to get their minis. But I'm I'm making an effort this year actually to really use predominantly, if not all, black owned skincare products outside mm-hmm. of like trying Ren again. I felt like with Ren, it's because because they're so effective on my skin. But um, I'm definitely planning to try Shawnee Darden, right? Is it mm-hmm. Shawnee or Shanny? I call it Shawnee. Shawnee. okay. <laughs> I definitely want to try her retinol product once the one I'm using is out. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try Epilogic, 54 Thrones, which has been on my list literally for months, for like a year now. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to be a lot more intentional with... In general, where I spend my money this year, like I'm yeah. always, I've always been big on buying black, but I'm I'm trying to like, just be extra intentional um, with like my skincare.
0: Yeah, one thing um, I found that has been probably the biggest challenge for me when buying black is the price point. Um, there is no drugstore, or maybe there is, and I just simply haven't discovered it, but like the. Black-owned drugstore level product or brand that's also really effective. Um, mm-hmm. when, when I think of like, maybe like the Black-owned version of Burst.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So just something more around like that price point. Um, I find yeah. that Black-owned brands tend to be a little higher, but not even just the Black-owned ones, just like indie brands. And a lot of the Black-owned brands are indie brands and my pockets just don't move like that. So I end up not purchasing them. Um, what I did do though, <laughs> um, I did get butter. So oh, butter okay. is bl- black owned. Um, mm-hmm. and it, I got their Coco Shea revitalizing cream and it's been amazing, um, as a nighttime cream, like it's super yeah. thick and hydrating. And when you put it on, you're like, girl, you know, you look so crazy. Like the ultimate donut. It just looks so <laughs> it, like, it's I'm supposed to go
1: to bed looking like it's a glazed donut. so
0: <laughs> it's so much and all it takes is a little but yeah. it's like with that and my humidifier like I'm good so yeah. I have switched over my nighttime face cream um so so yeah like it's Isn't like that? it's like a slow process um yeah. but I'm also down with the minis because I tried Frig. have you heard of Frigg no what's Frig? so um it's black women owned and uh it's a CBD company and because I'm trying to you know, do more research regarding CBD in skincare, and you can put this face oil directly on your face. But I add a little bit to my morning moisturizer. Oh, you've mentioned this before. It's freaking okay. sensational, <laughs> like <laughs> sensational, it's freaking sensational. I add a little bit to my youth um, to the people adaptogen daily moisturizer every morning, and I'm like, yeah. it makes the product so much better and like used to the people has really good products but I was like this little drop Take is it over. I mean it's so like my face I can't even explain to you how smooth and how like soft my face feels afterwards mm, nice. um and I got a mini and so now it's just like going back and buying the full size one but the full oh, size gosh, one is yeah. like 60 dollars, but it's worth it you know yeah, yeah. It's, it's worth it so I and- think that the minis really come in handy
1: Yeah. So I did actually, another thing I purchased was from the established. I purchased the Really? The established? Oh my gosh. It's black owned too. Um, so I purchased their body oil and their body cream. Um, but I'm still waiting for it to be delivered. I think it's going to be delivered this week. So I started to run low on like the body oil that I was using before. So I was like, okay, let me transition to that one. They've been on my list too. Mm Um, and I, I bought sure. that one because
0: of you. I bought the R&R body oil because you Oh,
1: oh it. I <laughs> still use that. The shea oil. Yes. No, yeah. I mean, talking about the shower oil um, that mm. I was using, like that I rinse off. The shea oil will forever be a staple in <laughs> 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 whatever <laughs> I do. That shea oil, R&R luxury is one of the best things that I have ever used. But in the winter, I do need something a
0: little thicker okay. um, than that. Okay. But the yeah. interesting thing is when the shea oil came, it came as the solid. And I was like, oh, like it probably doesn't Solidified. come. Solidified. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Because I was like, did I order the wrong thing? But then I was no. like, no, it's this just makes cold. sense. It's just cold. It's just cold. Yeah. And I That's didn't get a chance to, to use it yet, but I got yeah. it because you mentioned it. And I got her um, lip balm. Oh, I love that. I love that. Let's see. What else have I used?
1: I, what else have I done beauty-wise? I feel like I've been keeping it pretty, pretty standard. Yeah, I was, I really made, you know, I feel like I might've talked about this before, but I am like, I'm not a product junkie and I'm really trying to get away from falling into, let me try everything.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like I want to just, if I find something that works, use that, I don't need to try it all. I'm very less is more. Um, and I know you are as well, so I feel, but I also
0: think if I could afford to just try the shit that I want to try, I would like EpiLogic sounds great. That shit is not in my price point. Like (laughs) if like, I mean, if I could afford to really try a lot of the black owned brands, I would, you know, it's just, I can't really, I can't really be like, Oh, let me try this vitamin C and this vitamin C I have Mm -hmm. to pick it. Like I have to do my research. I can only get one. You know, And I'm very, if I find something that works, I like to stick
1: with, I like to stick with that. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I do feel like putting all this stuff on your skin, even if they're good products. I don't know. I just always go back to like, is this necessary? And I think once, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you, when I really started to research like the microbiome and understanding, letting the skin do what it does necessary and the connection Mm -hmm. between like your skin, your gut health that has had an impact on how I view skincare and overall health as well. Um, but we'll see, I honestly, this can all change in April and I'm gonna be up here telling y'all something completely different cause that's the Gemini in It's, me. it's just ebbs and flows, you know, it's <laughs> exactly. like we, we do
0: what we can when we can because actually I went to Houston and my home girl was using Murad and she let me try um, like her Murad water nutrient gel. It was bomb. Yeah. And so I got a sample um, and, and the sample came with that. And this like SPF, the SPF is too matte. I think it's because it's also a makeup primer. And I was like, I actually I really love like that product. this. I do not like it at all. I was oh like, I will God. not be buying the SPF, but you know, when the, when I do my budget, I can figure out how to get the Murad water gel, but Mm -hmm. the, the sunscreen it's maybe because I don't wear makeup and I'm not very familiar with primers, but it literally just dulls my face out. Like it dulls. Yeah. Like after I use my moisturizer and I have this beautiful glow after Frig, it just takes all that shit away. It's just Mm -hmm. like bloop. And it just makes it real Mm -hmm. matte. And I was like, I'm a pass. That's not what you want yeah okay um let's see what else have I used or done? I haven't really done any I mean I'm just grateful that you know the nail salons have been able to stay open that's just, <laughs> I'm i had. just have, trying I to a yeah I haven't done
1: anything oh I got some press-on nails that I'm actually going to try I'm like trying to get into press-on nails re-
0: I was like people are really getting into these press-on really nails
1: yeah and I'm a gel girl like I you know get gel consistently or have been getting gel consistently, but they do weak, weaken my nail bed. Mm. So I'm trying to figure out something else to do. I don't really want to do tips and I don't want to do anything that's just going to like that I have to keep up. And if I don't, then I have to wait until my nails rebuild again. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't want that. So um, I figured, let me try the press on nails. I'm actually going to put them on tonight.
0: when oh. <laughs> <Finish> recording. <laughs> <laughs> i think i think because i don't get many especially during quarantine like there aren't many or i'm constantly trying to create like luxuries like being able to go get my nails and feet done like I, i'm not ready to give up on it when we mm-hmm. had to actually do it ourselves it was a pain in the ass i was like i really don't i really don't want to do this and maybe i actually that's a lie because I don't mind doing it with my feet. I have a whole feet routine. I hate it. I, I don't mind doing that at all. It's my nails that I just, I'm like, somebody else should, somebody else should really do this for me. And I've tried to convince my mom and she's against it. She <laughs> refuses to ever, ever like help me like do the one hand that's. That
1: you can't do. then I can't do. Let me, she's just let me like, tell you nah. something. After I did my feet myself during quarantine, like last year, Like the first time I got into the nail shop, I promise you, I tipped that lady like 30%. I was like, I don't even care. I'm just so happy to not have to do it myself. (laughs) And I'm a good tipper in general. I typically always do 20, but I give like just a couple extra dollars just because I'm like, I appreciate you. I appreciate your work. I appreciate your dedication to your craft. This is not something I ever want to do. (laughs) <laughs> myself again i hate it i hate it oh my god i hate it but now you're about to that... do your press-ons but that's different to me like that's different all i gotta do is put the nail on that's different i don't even have like i don't have to do anything but i would still get manicures because i need my cuticles trimmed okay Okay. I don't know. We'll see. I might be on this pod in three weeks telling y'all something completely <laughs> different. In, so let me talk know, some
0: new shit. Yeah. As I say,
1: let me talk my shit right now. Cause I'm going to be on here telling y'all something totally different. I'm going to tell y'all I tried five new brands <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm wearing tips.
0: So, <laughs> but that's real because, um, so what, okay. So I had a photo shoot in New York and I ended up having to get an emergency manicure and I went to this place that I've been before. It's in Brooklyn, it's black owned. And the girl was so lovely. And I I don't know if I was distracted, but I didn't realize that she was using the machine on my nail too much. And she Mm. essentially took off like a layer, layer. right? Oh. And so now it's Was this taking a forever. Gel
1: manicure. This is a gel
0: manicure. This is a gel manicure, and it's like you don't. It's it's not you know it's not acrylic. Like you don't have to use that to machine that. so much. Yeah. And she, I mean, when I tell you, she fucked it up. And so then I went back to Chicago to my same girl, and it's like because my my nails were brittle, they were breaking, and I could literally feel it when yeah. she when she would file. Like I could feel that. On the nerves. And so trying to build that back up. Ever since then, every time I get a manicure, I have to go tell the person, like, you cannot use that machine. Yeah, Not even a little what bit. I do. I'm like, don't use Not that even a little bit. bit.
1: Just can you buff my nail, please? That's all it
0: requires. A little manual buffing. But it's like you can't use that machine. Not until my nail fully heals. Like, and you could see it, you could literally see it trying to grow that extra layer back. And I was like, yeah. this is fucked up. And I tipped her. A good 20, 25 percent. Oh! I was like, I'm like, because you don't realize Talk it to so too like, much. I was talking. She was too much. so she was so nice. She distracted the hell out of me, and she fucked me up. And <laughs> now we on the outs, so <laughs> won't be going back. <laughs> uh,
1: let me see I'm what else. The did I, what else did I do? Oh, you know what I did get? So I was in um, I was in uh, Zanzibar over the holidays
0: and oh no, yeah you had a whole african african excursion oh, tell, tell the people african, where you went
1: i was in tanzania and i was in zanzibar is that how people say I, it apparently i just learned that when i went there i was always saying up. tanzania well, d- but girl say tanzania really so i was like oh <laughs> i was like yeah well oh. tanzania um and kenya Lamu, mombasa and nairobi but in zanzibar I was so upset with myself because my phone had died mm-hmm. and I could not capture any footage, but it was phenomenal. There's a spice farm there and they have all of these natural like um creams that they make, so like lemongrass to keep to keep bugs away from you. They also have these like natural perfumes, so I bought mm-hmm. like a bunch of them. It was just so amazing because it's like it was just so eye-opening in terms of how beauty is still preserved and yeah. how they're literally making everything from this spice farm. Like, wow. I was blown away. I was really upset that I, that my phone had died. Um, Nobody else had even, a phone. That was even, a love. I mean, I, I mean, not really. I think I took, I took one video um, using Wale's phone, but that was really kind of it. Dang, that was really I would it. love to see and at it. that and and at that point, I think it was like I was capturing the guy who was like climbing the tree for something, yeah. but um, but yeah, I was very disappointed in myself with that one. But it was it was just amazing because it's like it was just a reminder that you can literally nourish your body, heal everything with what grows naturally. You know what I mean? And so I was loving it. I was loving it. And then even the, oh, I think I took a picture of this. They use lipstick from a certain plant and it's like orange lipstick. So like I applied some onto my lips. I think that, I mean, I think I took a picture of that one. Did you buy it? No, I didn't buy it. Oh, no, I didn't buy it. Because it wasn't going to last. It's literally like a natural, like once you open it, you got to use it. Oh, so it's okay. it's not like, there's like no preservatives. No preservatives, yeah. Nothing in it, yeah. So that was great. That was really beautiful to experience. I was really mad at myself that I didn't, that I didn't have a phone to properly document it, though.
0: Tanzania, you don't Tanzania. say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not yep. Tanzania.
0: Can you believe Not us? Tanzania. We've been saying us Americans. I mean, because I'm sure we all do say it. Exactly. I never heard Tanzania. Me neither. I literally <laughs> at first was, I was about to correct somebody, but I had to check my
1: first world privileges and ignorance. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is your home. I'm sure you know how to say
0: that. <laughs> I used to do that to, uh, to this uh, boy when I was in like third grade. His name was Sean. Uh, But I had only seen it spelled at that point like S-H-A-W-N and he spelled his S-E-A-N and I was like you spelling your name wrong and he was like this is is how how I spell it I was like but that's not right because on the Waynes Brothers it's spelled. (laughs) Like, i was like that ain't right and then years later when like puff did he was known as sean combs i was like oh i guess i guess he was on to something
1: <laughs> yeah so not too much i feel like yeah there's nothing exciting for me going on in
0: terms of like beauty products right or then now. maybe we should give them a beauty needs me update because we have some changes we've had a lot of changes
1: changes size so, okay go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say guys we I have a, we have like What's a whole the... go ahead <laughs> all right well let's first let's first remind everybody so we yeah. we went on a break last year in October so if we take a couple of steps back Talia and I started this podcast in June last year we dove head first and you know we did, we were learning as we go we did not know what we were doing and we were literally just we were winging it you know but it was it was amazing we were booking guests doing interviews we were just trying to figure it all out and and we burnt out of, cur- of course and we we realized that we needed to take a step back and be more strategic with what we are doing because it's a podcast but it's it's a business and so we took a step back we knew we wanted to rebrand i mean y'all can be honest with us the podcast art we had at first was trash. We didn't like it either, but we put no. it out and I because... created it. And I was like, "This is not the
0: best." Neither, representation. neither of
1: us liked it, liked it, but we were just like, "We need to get it out there." And that was that. So we we really decided in our during our break to just realign to like figure out strategically what we're going to do to grow, what we're doing with our social, and how we're going to manage having this pod. And so part of that strategic step back was also rebranding and really devoting time and resources to having somebody come on board and give us a look. Um, So we did that. We did a photo shoot so that we can have like podcast cover art that actually shows us because we are the faces of our brand. Um, So, yeah, so there was like all of that that was going on. All
0: of that behind-the-scenes stuff, right? Right. And we're currently working out a website. Yep. So it's like we're we've like this freaking December, November, December, or some hard-ass months, just like trying to trying to get stuff together. Um, and then it was like she was away, and then it was like I was away, and just trying to coordinate. So we're still coordinating some things, but we made huge steps. Like yeah. we have the new logo, we have the cover art, we have the, the you know, brand statement, brand mission, all of the branding is like down. And so like huge shout out to Lauren Hamilton for that. It was like, but At it's- Big this, Mouth Creative. Yes, so it's like this, you know, this constant thing. And right now we're figuring out the, the website. Um, and one, I guess, probably one of the biggest things that happened to us was being nominated. For the (laughs) iHeartRadio (laughs) Award. Okay, so, you're so silly. So we were um, nominated in the beauty and fashion podcast category. We were the only podcast hosted by Black women that um, was nominated. I think it was maybe, maybe it was five podcast totals. Five
1: or six.
0: Five or six total. Um, so it came like as a huge shock to us, but
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I was about to say like let's keep it bro, because we were like, they we didn't get nominated, that's not us. We literally googled. We were like maybe they mean, what is it beauty beauty me? There's another. Yeah, there's podcast. like another podcast. Yeah, yeah, we were like maybe it's them. And then one Saturday night, Talia called me. And let me tell y'all, I was puppy sitting for my younger brother. Dog was shitting and pissing in my damn house. I was tight. Talia's hitting me up, like we're nominated. I'm like, stop playing on my phone. I'm not in the mood.
0: <laughs> I was like, but I but I now. wasn't even confident. I, like like keep it real. I wasn't even confident. No, I was weren't. like, I, think, You're like, I think I'm
1: like, I need to see a link. Let me see. And when we saw it in black and white, I literally think, I don't even I think do we FaceTime each other? I don't even remember. But no, because like, nobody was like, had
0: time for that. We were tired. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: But we were like, <laughs> bitch, we really nominated. Somebody nominated
0: our pod. So crazy. We
1: were like, how do they even know us?
0: <laughs> Who knows no, about we, us? But we, yeah, no, no, no. We, we, yeah,
1: it was just, it was like, it was amazing. It was really amazing, especially to have just started last year and mm-hmm. to have you know, really produce content for four months before going on break. It was, it was amazing. So we're happy. We (laughs) didn't, we didn't win.
0: We did not win, but we don't care
1: because we were nominated.
0: True. But, um, so this is actually, this is something I struggle with because, um, I went back and forth between feeling grateful and disappointed. So, um, grateful that we were nominated, but disappointment about how the nomination came to be. It's a purely um, egotistical thing, but I have not been nominated for anything since I was a kid in school. Like I haven't won an award. I haven't like been up for anything. I ain't really did shit to even like, you know, as an adult, I just kind of live my life. <laughs> um, so to be nominated for this award, um, for something that we put so much work into And, you know, no one reached out to us to tell us we were nominated. Um, That was, that was disappointing. And then, you know, we, we had no information about how the show was going to work. Like, again, it's a, if, if we were bigger, you know, maybe it wouldn't matter, but for us to be so little and like literally, you know, a six month old little baby brand um, and to. this huge honor like we really or you know I feel like I really would have liked someone to at least let us know like you're nominated and this is how you can watch and you know none of those things happened and so while I was extremely grateful I was disappointed and maybe because it was a COVID thing and you know I mean even when there came a point like the day of when Dooney reached out to somebody from the show and her response was like, oh, you know, we tried to reach out to as many podcasts as possible, but we didn't have all the email addresses. And I was like, well, our email address is right there. Like, yeah. I was like, that's that's just, that's just not what we would have, what, what I would have liked. Well, no, I, I 100%
1: agree. I, I mean, yes, I definitely feel grateful for being nominated. The way we were handled is a different, That's a di- that's definitely a different story, a different feeling and I agree with that Um, I'm still grateful that we were nominated and so when I say like you know it doesn't matter because we were nominated I still feel like all right you know great it's a big deal yeah Yeah. but when we're talking about the way that we were handled I I think that that was they dropped the ball big time on that and you don't have an award show like that where it's like I would probably I would say the most widely recognized podcast award show Mm -hmm. and treat nominees like that it's very clear that there was a lot of planning that went into this award show in terms of the celebrities that they were able to bring on board all of that it's like there was a lot of planning that was involved and so they should have they should have used that same diligence to make sure that all of the shows knew exactly what it was had 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 i not reached out to them we would not have received any information about what to when to log on or when to how to watch the social media assets to promote it like we wouldn't have received any of that so and it was a big deal for us it really was yeah (laughs) so that was definitely how we were handled was very very disappointing it was very disappointing especially for it to be such a credible platform and like notable organization
0: like iHeartRadio so and because we we weren't reached out to you do you remember i even said like oh maybe it's like the Grammys where they like don't show all the categories and and we just yeah. like and that's literally actually what happened and when we first found
1: out we're like oh my god well maybe we should be together like in the same place maybe they'll they're gonna cut and, get, and, dressed. They're gonna like, and get dressed like you know because yeah. we don't we don't need look you only got to say a <laughs> word before we <laughs> before we get makeup hair outfits like you only gotta say a word okay <laughs> especially considering the caliber of this event in previous years and how it was handled and I don't I don't think that COVID is an excuse in terms of the handling you know I really don't and to be quite frank with you if if anybody had went to our Instagram page you could have DM'd us there's an email Option. Yeah. I believe, you know, <laughs> so, so many options. Yeah. So many options. yeah. So if anybody from iHeart listens to this, I really hope that next year you treat all of the nominee nominees better and the same. Um yeah. so that people don't feel slighted.
0: Yeah, because granted, there were a lot of I guess maybe the the more bigger uh categories like podcasts of the year or whatever, like some what did you say? Some some people had like a pre-recorded video and stuff. It was like yeah. a, a simple email to even tell us that we were nominated would have sufficed. We didn't have to record anything special, but it was just like, yeah. yeah, it was just like, you know, knowing. And then I was like, you know, I was like, maybe that's how it goes. Maybe when people are nominated for the Academy Award, maybe don't nobody reach out. Like, I have no idea how it works, but I was like, I would hope that you know somebody would at least tell you what what day it is and yeah. and be like congratulations
1: and quite frankly I feel like they should have also told the nominees when when their category was going to be called as well oh yeah I like happened to hear it okay so it was like it it was like wedged between like like right before commercial break or wedged between like two segments and I had like family and friends watching, texting, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh well, we didn't win." And they were like, "Wait, when did they announce it? Like, we're literally watching. It went. By. They only showed. I, they, they only showed, showed the, the winner. winner, and they didn't call not, not the nominees, the nominees mm-hmm. at all. You know. And I had the Keisha Ashanti versus happening on one device, and the
0: <laughs> Radio Awards on another doing double duty you know and I <laughs> was well, the like culture you, and myself yeah exactly <laughs> and when that
1: happened I was just like you know you should I should have cheated like let me just go right on back <laughs> and relive my high school and college years <laughs> look, look look
0: yeah yeah so you know we again hopefully we'll get the opportunity to be nominated for something else again and you know hopefully it feels feels a little better
1: hopefully we're handled better
0: yeah hopefully you know which leads me to um so the next topic of black podcast networks on the motherfucking up and up I feel like oh. everyone everyone is getting a podcast network Honestly. like everyone and yeah. go ahead yeah no
1: first of all I think it's it's so interesting how the landscape now compared to last year is so vastly different. Mm -hmm. And again, you guys know, like we jumped into podcasting without really knowing without knowing the business of podcasting without really, without knowing a lot, you know what I mean? Like podcasting was never on my radar. Talia learned how to edit, you know, audio within two weeks. Like, (laughs) There was just so no. much that we that we were not <laughs> aware of. We really started this because we felt very passionate about the topic and adding our voices to this space. But we didn't get into it because it was like, oh yeah, let's
0: podcast. You know what right. I mean? Everybody's not, podcasting. Yeah, we, not that, we were not like, that nobody's podcasting. With, yeah,
1: not that anything's wrong with that, but it's just so interesting how vastly different things are, even within the, the span of six months. And yeah. all of these podcast networks, specifically Black podcast networks, how they're all popping up and how none of them seem to have beauty podcasts. No.
0: And it's like, it's like there's an opportunity. Like there are, I can think of three off the top of my head. So I can think of Charlemagne's The Black Effect. Um, Joe Budden has a network. And um, Jamel Heal yeah. um, has a network. And I don't think hers is... I know hers was announced, but I don't think any of the shows that are going to be on it were announced yet. Mm -hmm. But I do feel, um, I do feel confident that people are starting to realize the importance of having Black people host podcasts, because it's a predominantly white space. And I think that, you know, what, what we'll see and mm-hmm. what Black podcasters will kind of have to make a decision on is, are we going to go to the Black podcast network or are we going to integrate the white podcast network? Because we know from our experience, um, so to keep it 100, no Black podcast networks have reached out to us, but uh, I've gotten information regarding three White-owned podcast networks about our podcasts, so I feel like the white-owned or the predominantly white uh, podcast networks um, see the value in our show, and they don't have yeah. anything like this. Whereas the black-owned podcast networks, um, they're one kind of like one fold where it's like, oh, we have a bunch of black podcasters, but they don't have any beauty shows. Yeah. Whereas the the white you know, podcast networks are like, oh, we don't have a lot of Black podcasters or beauty shows. Okay. And that may be why they're pushing harder.
1: Yeah. And this isn't, we're not pitting, you know, Black networks against white networks. I think it's it's like an observation because also what I'm seeing with a lot of Black podcast networks, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of the same type of show. Mm-hmm. And this is no dig to anyone but like i feel like a lot of women a lot of black women who host podcasts and i you know i listen to quite a few i feel like a lot of it is rooted in discussions around sex relationships and then like maybe self-care and upliftment i feel like i can at any given time name maybe four or five of each of those you know interesting really yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I feel like a lot of the time, yeah, definitely. Um, and so but just to your point, and I also don't think I don't think there's a lot of value for beauty discussions despite the heavy consumerism that exists, mm-hmm. particularly in the black community, I don't feel like the discussions that we have, is what comes to people's mind when they think about beauty so therefore of course it's not like a show like us I don't think it's even on anybody's radar that something like this may exist I've I've been very open about the fact that when Talia first approached me with this idea I thought she wanted to do product reviews and like also weren't really listening to podcasts like that I was, but I wasn't listening to beauty podcasts. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, podcasts, yeah, yeah, I wasn't listening to beauty podcasts like that. So I thought that that that's what she, you know, wanted to do. And I find that whenever we talk about our podcast to people, they're always like, oh my God, yeah. Like that sounds amazing. Like I haven't heard that type of angle being taken with a beauty podcast or that they just would not have expected our show to you know, have the angle that we have. Yeah. But I also
0: think, I also think people just don't. So as, as someone who listens to a lot of beauty podcasts, it's like, no, well, I don't know of any beauty podcast that solely focuses on one thing, you know, like I don't know any beauty podcast that just focuses on products. What I've noticed and part of the motivation for even starting this show is that the guests, tend to directly mimic the host and making it a very white space, you know? So it's like, I felt like I kept hearing the same founder stories or, um, you know, all the founders were were white, all the, you know, CEOs and CMOs brought on were, were white. All the products being talked about were white. And it's like, you know, yeah, um, I would love to hear the story of, Paula who created Paula's Choice but I would also like to hear the story of you know the woman who created 54 Thrones or even a lesser known brand because of course like Shea Moisture is going to shine but there are so many other brands and last year was phenomenal for bringing them to the forefront yeah and it's like that's like where the real excitement comes from because everybody was you know. Black on this and black on that. And it's right. like, yeah, but it's like it's been out here. No one's just about, been talking say, about it.
1: Yeah, I was about to say it's not even new. You know, we've been the wave. Like it's not, you know, I, I feel like everybody else is just shining a light on us, but we've we've all known that we've we have been the wave for, you know, the beginning of time.
0: Okay. So what what I will say is that what I hope will happen um with podcast networks, you know predominantly black or not um is that more beauty podcasts get brought into the fold and that it's not just um cultural podcast thank you
1: and that's what i was i think that's what i was trying to say when i said i feel like they're they're typically rooted in sex relationships and like motivation Mm. i i look at all of that in some way as as cultural i'm lying i don't look at that as <laughs> yeah I contradict myself like we got a different yeah. definition yeah I don't I don't look at that as cultural but I do feel like the cultural and like current events and talking about whatever's hot that week mm-hmm. is typically
0: what is that's what people gravitate toward that's what people gravitate towards absolutely so it's like you know trying to trying to expand like people's um, or get the shows that are a little bit more expansive, that same reach. Like I listened to a show, I can't think of her name right now. Um, it's created by uh an influencer. I can't think of her name, but the show is called Ignite Your Influence. Um, and okay. it's based off, off of like her her brand. But she has she features like different prominent influencers, and she but she talks about it from a branding standpoint, and these people are like I mean, like Brittany Hennessy, who was working working in the influencer branding world before it even had a name, right? And Brittany Hennessy has one of the best books I've ever read, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like these, like this show is something that even if you don't care about becoming an influencer, hearing how people brand themselves and build their brands. I mean, one girl is a full-time executive assistant with a, with like a 12 year old, like hearing how people are managing these things, managing, having a business and also working for someone else's business and also starting a family, like all of that. I find all of that very motivating and hearing their tips. Yeah. I'm like, these people should, they should be on networks too. Like it's not talking about beauty, but it's like, again, I feel like I haven't heard another show like this. Mm -hmm. So Oh, do we want to start our segments?
1: Yeah, let's start. We've been started. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, we, we haven't talked about like what the segments are. So right, what let, let's let them what in. we're trying, uh, we're trying to implement segments and we need you all to let us know if they suck, like if it's like actually that's not a good one. We don't even really have like all the names down, but yeah. we we're, we're gonna test out. Four today, one you've heard of, three are new, um, but well, we will tell them sh- what the one is that they've heard of. They might not have even realized. Oh, it, so. the beauty moment. That's a okay. segment. Like oh, beauty that moment one. Okay, you're is about a segment, that. yeah. Um, and so we're gonna introduce three new ones today. Um, so <laughs> let's get into it. Let's start with add to cart. What's let's that our face? With, let's start with beauty news. Well, no, cause then I gotta pull something up on my phone. And there's gonna be dead air, so all right. So let's start with add this to is, cart. This is out of order. <laughs> it is out of order, but I'm I got one, on
1: one, two, three, four. Okay, this is out of
0: order. <laughs> but let's start with add to cart. Let's start with add to cart. Okay, so add to cart <laughs> is a new segment where we choose, um, you know, a product, not necessarily like a beauty products, but like Like, you know, anything, um, anything relating to beauty that we would want to add to our cart. You know how, like when you online shopping and you'd be like, I'm adding that to my cart. So that kind of stuff where we can put you up on new things that we like, maybe you'll like them too. So Duny, you go first so I could pull up my article. (laughs) Okay. Guys, let me tell you what I recently purchased from
1: Target. I purchased these leggings that are like fur lined on the inside.
0: It's not disgusting.
1: On. No, they are the most amazing things I have ever purchased in my entire life. Really? I have them on right now. They're not it's not fur. I don't know if it's velvet. I don't know what it is, but it's like it's like it's fuzzy on the inside and they are so incredibly comfortable and they are so warm. I got them in black, olive green, and gray. Let me show you. I'm going to show You guys can Is see. it I is have it them like, sweat preventing like no how? it's not there's no sweat okay Talia you can't show this you can't use this as promo I do can't even see that do you see this you don't no know. that doesn't look like fur to me well that's why I said it's not fur I don't oh. know what to call it but it's like a fuzzy lining it is okay. so comfortable it is so comfortable I'm like living in these literally so they're just
0: super warm is the
1: super warm and comfortable they're just super warm and comfortable they're not like they're not really tight on your um like on your stomach because sometimes I feel like with leggings after a few hours I'm ready to rip them off because they just you know but these honestly the best things I've purchased okay they will be there will be a link what's the brand I don't know I got them from Target I don't know what. Oh. Oh, yeah. you did say
0: so you got from Target.
1: Yeah, they were like 15 bucks.
0: Ooh, that's a steal too. They were like 15
1: okay. bucks. I don't know what the link is. I mean what the brand is, but I will they will be in the episode description. Um so you guys can you guys can
0: find them that way. Oh. Okay. Love them. Love them. Oh, okay. How much were they? 15 bucks. Oh, you did say 15. Look, it's like I hear you say stuff and then I still like my brain is still thinking about some kind of like faux fox in your pants. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't. Said- I didn't corrected that already. <laughs> but it's already emblazoned in my brain. Like she got a faux fox. There is going no fox, down her leg. No fox in my pants, kind. <laughs> a faux fox. No, but so these I, are these are. Great. I can't get off of it. Okay, so you you did correct it, but I'm still like she got a polar bear going down her leg. Okay. My um my add-to-cart item comes from Urban Ivy. Um, so Urban Ivy is a black-owned, um, black-owned, woman-owned publishing company out of Atlanta. Um, they sent me this coffee table book. So I love coffee table books. And <clears throat> and they sent me this really beautiful one. It's their latest one. It's called Love You. Um, they they don't They didn't ask me to promote it or anything, Um, but it's so beautiful that I feel like I need to share it with everyone all the time. Because um, it's a curation of poems and prose and essays and stories from women. Like, I mean, women of all walks of life and, Mm. and these amazing photos and these amazing stories. And it's really this book that's a celebration of women. Um, They have another book that was called, I think I wrote it down, Um, another book that's called Celebrating Black Fatherhood that is also beautiful, but I've only seen it online. Mm. Um, But if you go to their website, which I think is urbanivy.co, so .co, Co. um, you can see the behind the scenes documentary of how they made the coffee table book. Um, And then you can also purchase the book. So it's $95, like it's not cheap but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful piece of art that you actually want to read, which is Urban Ivy's Mm. entire mission, like coffee table books that you actually want to read. And I've sat there and like read read these stories. It's It's good, it's good, you know, and it's black owned and it's woman owned. So shout out to them. Like, I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. So yeah, add that to cart. Okay, so I'm ready now, Duny. I just text you a picture too. Did you see my picture? Yeah, and I'm okay. Hold on, trying. hold on to that picture. Hold on, was, let me. <laughs> I am trying to not that. to react. Like, <laughs> hold on to that picture, right? Okay, so, um, I'm gonna figure out a way. Maybe Wait, I'll. Guys,
1: post. just FYI, this is the first time that I like whatever. However, I react is live because I, I don't.
0: Let me tell them how oh, it I works. I didn't know them. I <laughs> that. I didn't know you were telling them. This next segment is beauty news. I don't have a a cute name for it. It's just called beauty news. Um, And in this segment, one of us will read an article relating to beauty um, and that the other person has never heard of. So the reaction will be genuine, okay? So I found this article from February's InStyle, the actual magazine, not online. And it is about face threading. So it says, perhaps you've heard of threading not the thing a stern lady does um, to painfully shape your eyebrows. Uh, if you spent any time looking at red carpets in the past few years, you've seen the results of face threading. So it is a medical aesthetic procedure in which tiny filaments made out of the same sugar based material used for self Uh, for self-dissolving stitches. Oh, you think I can't read? Look, these little words, Jesus. (laughs) Used for self-dissolving stitches are inserted under your skin. It's said to give you exceptionally lifted brows, raise up other sagging areas of the face and improve your skin's overall firmness. So thread lifting uses a, it's called thread lifting. So thread lifting uses a hollow needle to inject a hair-sized thread, usually with barbed edges on both ends below the dermis. Um, the barbs anchor into the, like, like the fat of your face and tighten, pulling skin and facial fat upward and outward. How plumped or firm the skin appears depends on the angle or placement and the number of threads, which can be anywhere from three to a dozen per area. Now... This shit, when I was reading this, I was like, so they're threading under your skin. I was like, this is absolutely phenomenal. My immediate thought, my immediate thought was that this probably has the same reaction as when you see women get facelifts. And then that picture and Dooney in that picture, I sent you, she looked good. Like it's not overdone.
1: She looks like a different person. She looks like
0: a different person, but she doesn't look like the cat lady that I imagined.
1: I'm not going to hold you. I've seen this. I I have seen this on some doctors, like an aesthetic doctor's page. It looks Mm -hmm. painful as hell. Really, but it does. To me, it does. Like I've seen, like it looks painful because they literally put the thread in the skin and they're like moving it. Oh, oh, oh the thought. Oh. <laughs> like the thought, <laughs> the thought. And guys, so Talia said this goes into the dermis. The dermis is the second. Your skin has three layers. The dermis is the second layer. So that means like that in amazing. there, it's in there. So it's like the thought of it, like oh my god, it. But it also it's equally like intriguing because it's like it appears like non-invasive right or semi-invasive I don't know what the right thing to say is it looks like
0: it's like stitches and people get stitches all the time so it's like yeah this picture these are two different people I actually I
1: actually need I need confirmation that this is the same person so I need somebody I need her (laughs) I need her, I'm not going to say her name, but I need her to, I need to find her social media. I need, we don't even know her name. We don't know it, who this it, is. Yes, we do. Oh no, we don't. It's no. a patient of, okay, well I need Dr. Vanessa Lee, all right, <laughs> to, come to the front of the classroom yes. and
0: really give us confirmation of this is the same person because it literally looks like two different people. The registered but, nurse who runs the LA practice, the things we do, we could find her. We should find her. I'm gonna Google her. We gonna find her. I can find anything. We gonna find her. We gonna send her an email. <laughs> and we just need anything <laughs> online. Trust me. Because but she looks, she looks what? She looks at looks least five years younger and more least, awake. At
1: least. At but least. Look at the eyes. I know. Look at her eyes. Look at her nose area. Look at her like jawline. I mean, it's, look at her lips. it even makes, well, I don't know. Cause she might have fillers in her lips, but it makes them even look
0: more. She might have done yeah. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, so look, would you, would you,
0: would you, what are your thoughts on, on plastic so, surgery? So You know, I could care less. I'm, I mean, I could care less about what, what most no, people do with their own bodies. Oh, well you like already to know. To your I'm, face. To your face again I could I could care less because the more I look at my face okay it's twofold the more I look at my face the more I'm like you know I can see where you know I'm getting that like little uh little fat pocket underneath the chin Mm -hmm. like where where my chin used to be more defined but then I'm also like Mm -hmm. I don't care you know like it's like I see you but yeah. I'm actually not going to do, I just got my eyebrows done for the first time. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm 20 years behind on everything. Like yeah. I'm not actually going to do anything, but seeing these results, I was amazing. like, I'm not gonna, if like, I was like 50, I might.
1: Do
0: it. I've I might. been looking
1: at my eyes recently. Like, are these like frown lines? Like you probably can't see, but I feel like I've noticed like my eyes looking a little
0: tired. Like, Okay. But I'm sure there's something, we we could pull something out the fridge.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything to address this because, you know, I'm also, I also haven't been consistent with my nighttime routine in like two months. So I'm not doing, I'm not doing anything. I don't, I feel like my thoughts on elective surgery, it fluctuates often. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's something that I would do. Just, I am lying. I am planning proactively to get my- You always lie. but I always catch myself (laughs) to get my breast lifted after I'm done breastfeeding my last child yes okay yes and the way that my life is currently set up I am God willing I'm planning to be pregnant back to back (laughs) (laughs) we will see how you know you plan but God will laugh at your plan but God willing because I'm just trying to get them done and over with like just, just have it done it over with so that, so I don't like go through the whole, let me get my body back and then I have another baby. Then I gotta get my body. Just <sighs> when I'm, when I'm gone or what, whatever, just let me just go on and have all my kids. And then I when I'm done with that last one, I mean, me too, but I'm willing to take, I have thoroughly enjoyed my life
0: <laughs> and my kids. But I hate years. the idea oh. of like getting your body back. Oh, you well, know, yeah. like whatever body you end up with is fine in theory yeah but
1: I'm also <laughs> admitting that I'm I'm a little vain so yeah in theory you know yeah in theory but for me I know that I'm gonna I'm gonna feel away, and so when I'm done with that third child I'm telling the doctor to just go on and snip snip so you have three cut. kids back to back I'm hoping god willing I don't listen I don't know what's what is you know what's gonna happen, but I know I want multiple children, and I know that being that I'm um, older, I probably should have them sooner rather than later. So
0: that's fair. So that's my, would you process? Would you consider? Is this something you would recommend? It's called it's called thread. What you what's it called? It's called thread lifting. I don't know. I need to read into it more to be honest. I need
1: to understand side effects. I need to understand the material that's used for the thread. What happens? It dissolves into the skin, into your bloodstream. What happens? I mean, when people started first getting breast implants, you know, excuse me, they didn't realize how those early versions of silicone that they were using were literally dissolving into women's bodies and causing Mm -hmm. drastic health issues. So
0: I would honestly have to to take the interesting thing is that it's the same material that's used for dissolving stitches. So we at least have some parallel to where we've seen it before. Because if you've ever cut your eye or something, you know, your eyebrow and you've had to get a stitch on but your face. It, but does it go into the dermis? Like, like that's the thing. Cause I feel like this procedure goes deep into the skin. I don't know that stitches really go. I don't know enough about stitches deep. to even verify that. Yeah. So yeah it's it's like, true.
1: You know, I feel like it's it's all like like in drug development, we would say like that's off label use. <laughs> like in, <laughs> in theory it works, but like right. you know, there could mm-hmm. be some side that fa- side effects that haven't yet been
0: evaluated. Discover. Yeah. Look, all I know is sis in the photo. Sis in the photo looked good. Okay. <laughs> she was she she went in cool, but she came out, she came out elevated and she I'm really like did. I'm like, it is, it is not like that facelift you see a lot of these women get or, or even when they get those, those fillers, you know, like it looks, it just looks like a little elevation. She looks well-rested. She looks looks like she got a real good skin
1: routine and that somebody was just like, sis, take a nap. You don't have to go into
0: work. Like she looks really, really good. She looked like she had a nap and an orgasm and now she is ready for the world. So <laughs> yeah. she, she ain't stop at one. Yes. I was like, look oh, at you. <laughs> Ready oh, for people. the world. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so our next segment that we're testing out. And again, let us know if let us know which segments hit and which don't. Don't just have us out here giving y'all segments that y'all don't right. actually vibe with. So this right. one is called Breaking It Down. So it's where we take um, you know. A beauty buzzword or a beauty a beauty word, a word used in beauty. And we break it down, um, what it does, why we need it, and if there are any products, that we recommend that you use this, this word. So our word for the day um, or for the week or whatever, um, inspired by a conversation I had with my friend Tiffany, is ceramides. And- ceramides, ceramides. And because Dooney is a scientist, I'm going to let her give y'all all the science stuff and okay. then- we'll tap into uh, a few products that we we enjoy or that we recommend based on other recommendations so ceramides ceramides actually make up
1: over 50 percent of your skin's composition and i just said a few moments ago that your skin has three layers the outermost layer the middle layer the innermost layer the innermost layer of course is like the layer farthest away from your surface ceramides are predominantly found on the outermost layer of your skin basically they are fatty acids okay and ceramides help they're basically the skin's natural moisturizer so they preserve the skin by creating a protective layer that helps prevent the loss of moisture and it shields your skin from different environmental factors um so both are things that cause your skin to, to, to quote unquote age or to, you know, when you're developing wrinkles, things of that nature can typically be um, traced back to loss of moisture. And then like just a breakdown of your skin cells due to environmental factors. So that would be like pollution, sun damage, and just like your natural aging process. Okay, so ceramides and why they are important or rather the benefit of ceramides. So they restore your skin barrier. So when your skin loses ceramides, whether it's due to aging because your skin will lose ceramides the same way that it loses collagen um, or if you've overused exfoliants or harsh soaps, it breaks down the barrier of your skin. It's breaking down the natural ceramides that, that keep your skin cells together. And um, the benefit of ceramides also, as I said earlier, is that they lock in moisture. So when we talk about having a healthy skin barrier, it seals in the moisture. Okay. And it prevents water loss from occurring because your skin does not produce water. Your skin naturally produces oil, but -hmm. you need to introduce moisture into your skin in order for you to be hydrated. And um, ceramides also protect your skin, as we said before. It protects your skin against environmental factors such as pollution, sun damage. So when you lose those ceramides, you're losing some of that protection for your skin. Another thing is when your ceramides are broken down, that also aids in a loss of collagen. So again, ceramides are found on the outermost layer of the skin. Collagen is found in the second layer of the skin. So there's typically a lot of focus that's placed on preserving collagen or increasing your collagen in order to increase the elasticity of your skin. One of the number one ways to do that is by preserving your ceramide layer so that your collagen isn't as easily broken down. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and also, ceramides help with uh, preventing visible signs of aging. So, I like wrinkles. Exactly. So that's pretty like self-explanatory. So again, um, it aids if you have if you if you have. Sorry. If you are losing your ceramides, that can help, that can cause a loss of your collagen, which means that your skin isn't as elastic, which means Mm -hmm. that it's more easily visible in terms of seeing wrinkles on, on your skin. So those are some of the basics of ceramides in terms of like what it is, why they're important and, and what they do for your skin.
0: So I, I do amazing at, um, At ceramides on my body, right? So I one product that I use um, for my body skin, (laughs) body skin, that's always sounds so weird. Uh, For the skin on my body, um, is Cerave moisturizing cream. You can get it from like a you know any drugstore or like Amazon. It's seventeen dollars, but Cerave moisturizing cream is that girl. (laughs) Like it's just it's just a phenomenal. Like, I mean, drugstore, CeraVe is the truth, but this moisturizing cream, it saves my skin during the winter, especially like when it's just really, really harsh. And granted, I do like a bunch of other things. I have body oils and I do body brushing, but like, this is a staple in my routine, especially in the winter, um, to just really preserve the moisture because, you know, years ago, what was that? 2018. When I went through my depression, my depression manifested from the inside out. So I was dealing with severely, severely dry skin as a result of what was going on internally. Um, I should do better at ceramides (laughs) for my face. I won't lie. I should do a lot better. And two products were recommended to me. I haven't tried either, um, but Dr. Jart Ceramidin ceramide mm, that's a uh, popular one Ceramidin liquid yeah um it's it's forty dollars but i've heard about that one and paula's choice clear oil free moisturizer that one's thirty dollars
1: oh not their clinical not the clinical ceramide enriched firming
0: moisturizer i didn't even know they had a i haven't heard tradition. about i haven't heard about the one that you mentioned but you know paula paula, paula needs having... to be done so <laughs> oh, paula be having them products so they're both probably really good. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe the the oil free one, uh, which I which I go I go back and forth with like oil free. But if you have overly oil skin that tends to break out, you may want to go with a clear oil free option. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I actually don't really use ceramides on my skin
1: either. I know I told you I had a a recommendation. I lied, but I have the reason why. <laughs> the
0: reason why. <laughs> Can I just say? Can I just say? I one of my favorite things about Dooney is she she does it a lot more on the pod than I do. But I do this same thing where I lie, but I typically say I typically say a lie, and then I say, "But I'm not sure that's true." Like Dooney just be like, "Yeah, no, that's a lie that I do. like." She I don't even call it a lie. I just be like I'm going to tell you this but it might not be true. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is?
1: I think that because I I often I just I speak so fast or I'm speaking sometimes faster than I'm thinking and then once my mind actually catches up, my mind is like, "Girl, that's not that's not accurate. Why did you say that?" And I can't let it live, so I have to address it in the moment because because I am
0: not a liar, so I have to like I have to be true to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't know how many times I say things and then afterwards I'm like but I might have made that up you know? <laughs> I was like I might have made that up
1: <laughs> but that's why well back to the ceramides that's why I've been eyeing the polish choice product that clinical ceramide enriched firming moisturizer um I've been eyeing that one which is why it was like top of minds. okay yeah. how much is that one do
0: you know it off the top no I don't
1: Well, she's, she's, she's pretty well-priced, so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I'll link it. I'll put it along with the, the things that you have, um,
0: mentioned, um, they'll, they'll be in the show notes as well. (laughs) But yeah, if anybody's looking for like a drugstore brand, that's of quality, um, with ceramides, I would say CeraVe Mm. all all day. She Mm -hmm. is that girl. So (laughs) she is that girl. (laughs) She is that girl. Um, Uh, we got one more segment. And then, but before, okay. Now let's finish the segment, and then I'll. Then you got something, something else to add at yeah. the end. Yeah. Okay. So our next segment is well, I mean, we typically do this at the end, the, the beauty moment. So you okay, yeah. So let me let me go ahead. So one of the things that we talked about in
1: October before we before we ended our season was where we were with our mental health and what we were doing to like combat the change in season so I think we should talk about you know where we are now mentally and just how we're taking care of ourselves
0: outside of you know what beauty products we're using a few things right Um, so first I am in LA for for work which means that I've dodged the snow and cold of Chicago for a little while And I've noticed that my mental health has increasingly improved, even when it's not sunny here. um, I'm just generally in a better mood. Um, But what I've also noticed is that being in a better mood means that I slack on my morning meditation. And when I've on the days when I've slack on my morning meditation, I'm still not as what's the what's the word like revved up right? Like I always feel better, feel like ready to tackle all aspects of the day after my morning meditation. So even when the sun is out and it's like, oh great, you know, sunshine, I don't wake up necessarily with an attitude, but I kind of wake up like a little bit more hurried when if I meditate, I find that like I'm centered and that I can just take things one step at a time. So, but you know, LA get me fired up. It's so much sun. I'm just like, ah, you know, but I'm like, girl, like, don't yeah. forget what you need. So that's, that's one, one major thing. Oh, but I started, um, what do you call it? Uh, ugh, shit. Well, it's a, uh, productivity chart. I started a productivity chart. Um, I got it from, and I can't even think of her name, Francesca Ramsey. Francesca Ramsey posted her monthly productivity chart on her Instagram and I borrowed that idea and it's really good at showing me how I have too many big goals each month and then I struggle to tackle them. So one thing I try to do, um, me and my therapist, were trying to get me to be very, very realistic about how much time things take even when it comes to editing the podcast, right? I would put edit the podcast and then like three other big things all to do on one day. When editing the podcast takes four hours, which means I have four additional hours of like work. And it's like this other these other three things you wrote down actually take about 12 hours. So at the end of the day, when you haven't accomplished them, you feel bad about yourself, but it's simply because you underestimated how much time they take. I'm working on that, but I'm also using my productivity chart to show me like, okay, what things have you been able to get done daily, consistently? And it's always those small things. It's practicing my Spanish, you know, listening to an audiobook, because I do that while I do my morning and evening skincare routine. But the productivity chart keeps me accountable to myself and it's literally writing down like in one column let's say you have three goals for the month and then you write down you know every day one two three four five all the way till 28 since we're in february i hope this comes out will be march maybe like 30 or whatever but like every day and you write that in each column and then you go back when you complete something on that day let's say spanish you just highlight it and by the end of it You have no idea the satisfaction it gives me to look at that chart and be like, bitch, you did Spanish for 15 days in a row. You the man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then also to look at bigger tasks, like, I don't know, something I've been slacking on. Oh, I was trying to listen to a masterclass. Haven't done it. Haven't done it. And it's like, I look up, it's day seven. You haven't done it. Figure out where to put it in your schedule and do that. It shows me where I'm slacking, but it also shows me where I'm advancing so that I could figure out how to better manage my time.
1: Yeah. I love that. Productivity chart. Can you send me that? Um, I can. Like DM can. it to me. And then also, and I'll put a link for it to it in the show notes. I think that's an amazing
0: what concept. Link?
1: What link? To the a person's Instagram. It?
0: To the person's Oh, Instagram. I was to I, that I, post. I forgot, I forgot all about that. I, I was like, what link? I could just take a picture of, of my journal. <laughs> Exactly. Francesca. Shout out to Francesca
1: Ramsey. I really like that. I really like that. So uh, let's see where I think I left off in October um, struggling or trying to be proactive about like the change in seasons Mm -hmm. and how and realizing that what I was doing in the summer was not working for the fall. Mm-hmm. And I continued to struggle in the fall because life just got super crazy. And I, don't, I, ne- I was never really able to like figure it out. I was running on fumes and I was overwhelmed and I just had way too much. And I had way too much, not way too much, but I just had a lot going on and I didn't have the systems in place that I needed in order for me to be productive. Mm-hmm. So when I was away, I spent a lot of time thinking about what was a priority and being honest with myself about what I could do, what I couldn't do. And then so, you know, I'm, I'm now actively working on, well, what is it that I need to keep my mental space free, not at over, you know, not over capacity so that I can actually do what I need to do. Um, you know, I've talked about before how I experience seasonal depression in the winter. So one of the things or two of the things that are like, I'm really working on maintaining are getting quality sleep, which includes going to bed at a decent hour and not going to bed with my phone in my room because I always make wake up in the middle of the night. And when I wake up, I just go for my phone and then I'm scrolling. I'm just on my phone for like two, three hours and can't fall back asleep. And then by the time I end up going to bed, like an hour before my alarm goes off and I'm just miserable. So <laughs> I, I sleep with my phone outside of my room. I got a proper alarm clock that wakes up. That wakes you up with like the birds chirping and light being like sunshine being simulated which is really big for me because i do need the sunshine like i need that light so i'll do that or sometimes i'll put on my uv light my light my light therapy lamp um, in the morning i've been doing yoga in the morning which is which has been like a lifesaver um and i like just within the past week have started to eat better because I was like I had completely fallen off on like how I was eating. so I'm back to like actually cooking and making healthy meals. And then this week I am trying to not trying. This week I will be exercising. Um, I think I think mentally, one of the things that I've been struggling with is realizing that I'm not I'm not I haven't been fully engaged in the present. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I, I just talked about my last therapy session. Like I am, I have been like replaying and reliving things that have happened previously. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I am thinking about things that potentially could happen or the things that I'm like worried about happening, happening as opposed to being present with this mom as- Stop banging on the table. Oh, then okay. I can... <laughs> As opposed to being present with this bomb ass life that I have. And so that's something that I've been, like, now that I'm cognizant of, um, I'm like, okay, I got to, like, really lean into that. Like, mm-hmm. what is it, you know, so I'm trying to journal more because I haven't journaled much. And guys, my mind, I'm, let me tell you something, my mind... At any given time, there's a thousand tabs open, and thoughts running through. And at any given time, I'm jumping down the many rabbit holes that exist. Okay, and and I'm down there. I take my flashlight out. I'm looking around. I'm exploring. Once Dora. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm door. Once I'm done, I climb on out. I see another mm-hmm. one to the right. I jump right back in. Like it's it's just it's so not. It's just a horrible waste of time and like mental space. So I've been really, I'm like working on getting those thoughts on paper and leaving them on paper. Um, So that's like something that I'm actively working on. And then also I've become very unapologetic with just with like freeing up my time. So I don't like to clean. Well, no, no, yeah, I don't like to clean and I don't like spending my time cleaning. So I have a cleaning lady come now, Mm -hmm. like every other week, because I don't feel like wasting my time doing it. And I don't feel like guilt tripping myself over having somebody else do it. So I'm just like, let me just do it and call it a day. Because what happens is I will spend mental space, like thinking about something or beating myself up about something, Mm -hmm. which takes me away from being able to focus on the things that actually need to be done. So that's like the type of stuff that I'm kind of going through when I say, like getting my systems in place so that I can just focus on what I need to do. Like I have a full-time career. I have this podcast. I have, you know, House of Arawat. I have, you know, not to mention like the personal things that I have in my life. So I don't want to be just floating around aimlessly, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where I am. Definitely... A work in progress as usual you know but but taking active strides
0: yeah i think that's really important you brought up um every time you i feel like when i listen to you talk it reminds me of things (laughs) um and my workout class in brooklyn they had to close all three locations um it was a woman-owned uh facility called shakti bar um but they created an app and I pay for the app. I pay $9.99 a month. Um, again, workout is on my productivity chart. And I I, I don't ever make it. I just <laughs> I don't ever make it. And just, then, yeah. Oh, I don't ever make it. But just seeing it and knowing like you're paying for this. And these are classes I love. But the thing about me and working out is that I love workout classes but i love it together and yeah you know mm-hmm. even though i can do it live you know with the other girls or i can watch a video it's different but you know i i feel like it's twofold i feel like i'm supporting these women who i love who created this amazing when i tell you i never worked out like I never worked out until Shakti bar because I was like this is like a a girl community this is a girl community and and it was convenient and I was like I love bar like I I took ballet for years to work on my posture so that I could have good stage presence when I do theater so I love bar and I was like oh let me let me try to find workouts that actually you know inspire me and so so I am doing that I'm slightly um not excelling but (laughs) I'm I'm still still trying because a lot of my physical journey is just getting more comfortable with myself physically one thing I realized is like I like bread and I'm gonna eat the bread and it's gonna go to my little fupa and my little midsection is gonna always bother me I'm kind of not willing to put in all the work to change it. So instead of me focusing my efforts on like getting this, you know, bomb ass six pack, you know, I'm just going to be like, Talia, you like bread, the way you operate, you're really not going to ever have that kind of body. But how can you, excuse me, how can you just work on feeling better about yourself? Like, do I feel better after my little 30 minute bar workout? Absolutely. Even if the result is not you know, exactly what you want. And, and ab. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and you know, one of the things that I'm, I, I work on
1: actively is giving myself grace because Mm -hmm. I, so I, I recently started doing, like, I have this accountability check-in with my cousin Ade. So for those of you who are listening, she's the the founder of Nubian Skin. We interviewed her. I think she was episode three last season Mm -hmm. where, you know, we had like this heart to heart several weeks ago about like where we were and like things that, you know, we were working on and working through. And we're like, okay, let's, let's keep each other accountable. Let's chat like every other week. And so we chatted earlier this morning and it was just like, it's amazing. I found like just having to like answer to somebody or be honest with somebody about like, okay, well, what am I doing? What are my challenges? And getting feedback from each other and things to think about are like okay so that's already one thing that i'm like this is this is amazing but there's mm-hmm. something she said to me which was like you know a lot basically giving myself grace because i'm doing well right so it's like yeah. no matter what you think you still have to do or what you want to do like recognize where you are right now and that you're doing just fine. And you know, sometimes you have to hear that because I think we get very caught up in all of the things that we're not doing. Like mm-hmm. hearing you say your Spanish classes, I'm taking Yoruba classes and I haven't, I haven't, I haven't logged into a lesson since last week. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't done it. But <laughs> I'm now listening to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And yes. every morning I have listened to a chapter in the morning. So, and I'm really proud of that, you know? So I'm like, it's just like, okay, look, I may not be able to get this, but I am doing this. I may not be able to, you know, and it's like being okay with with what I am able
0: to achieve, even if it's not, you know, everything that I have on the list. That's why I I think, you know, once I send it to you, try the productivity chart, because it's just like, even if I just did one thing a day, I highlight it and I'm like, bitch, you did one of your goals today. You're good. And my word for the year is execution. And I really have been executing since day one this year. Like, so, and being able to see it on that chart, I'm like, granted, there are entire sections where I did, I I ain't done that masterclass yet, (laughs) but yeah. Killing Spanish, killing Spanish,
1: dog. Sometimes that's all you. That's killing like Spanish.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, go us.
1: Go yeah. us. Like we here. We live. We doing it. We here. We live. Still journaling. Still in therapy. Still journaling. Still in therapy.
0: No. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, therapists, God, God bless therapists. Cause I know I'd be talking God bless and, to, them. and to be able to keep your energy up to hear multiple people just unveil hour They're, after yeah. hour yeah. and you're taking on all of their energy.
1: Like they God bless God's them. special children. They really are. And and I love when I guess develop, we should do like a whole episode on therapists and therapy. Cause I,
0: sure. I, I. We could do a whole series. We really could. We could get love... a sex therapist, a marriage and family, or marriage and relationship therapist, a family practice therapist. <laughs> we really could. I love how, cause sometimes a
1: lot of the time my therapist will remind me of how long, how far I've come. And she's like, you're doing, one of the things she says is you're actively doing the work. Do you mm-hmm. remember when you worried about X, Y, Z, or when you were trying to work through that and look at now how your reactions are different and how, and I'd be like, Bitch, you know what, doctor, I'm not <laughs> going to say her name. I'd be like, thank you so much. Like, you're right. Like, thank you very much for reminding me of how far I have come, you know? And I think we just, yeah. we all need that sometimes to remember, to remember that.
0: You know what, you know what else is so interesting? You call your therapist doctor? I do. You're so respectful. You're such a such a great, <laughs> great, great person. Like I was like, I being my therapist, she gonna be at my wedding, just sitting with my oh. auntie.
1: Mine is absolute. I am one hundred percent inviting her. She's coming to the trash. She's coming to the wedding. She might even come to the bridal shop. Like, Love. and when I tell you, I literally told her something recently, and she responded like she was one of my homegirls, and I was like, "This is why I'm broke with you."
0: Look, my, my therapist is like a surrogate auntie oh. at this point.
1: I was like, thank you. You know, she like literally had to. I was like, see, and she was res- she and why it was so special to me was because, like, my, you know, probably like everybody's homegirls, like my homegirls, they ride. They don't need, they don't need to hear anything. They are ask questions later. They're act first, ask questions <laughs> later. Like that's that's I'm very blessed to have them. They accept me as I am, they know you know, at any given moment, you know, listen, the Dooney you see today is very different from the Dooney who used to hop on the highway.
0: Yes. You know, (laughs) yes,
1: you know, very different, (laughs) right? Very different from the riding down the streets with the headlights off, you know, music down and Popping up and (laughs) okay, okay. (laughs) I like to think that I've evolved, but 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 I say that to say my homegirls are still they're still very much on that type of energy if I need it and I am with them. And my therapist responded to something not too long ago that let me know like she was about that action.
0: Sorry, I'm banging again, like banging on the table, shaking the table. (laughs)
1: My therapist is with the shits and I appreciate it. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: <laughs> Anything else you want to get to the beauty moment?
1: Let's get to the beauty moment.
0: Okay, you go first. I already called it. Don't ask me. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> I have said this beauty moment before and I'm going to say it again. I really think it's a manifestation of the fact that I don't have many beauty moments and I am back with laser hair removal. <laughs> but- where are you getting time. this laser hair removal? This is in Philly. It's the Tori laser. No, where on your body? Oh, my underarms and my Brazilian. Okay. I mean, like whole Brazilian, like spread your butt cheeks, like everywhere. So that's how you got to do it. That's how you got to do it. And, um, <laughs> but <laughs> so I think when I first talked about it, I like was first starting and I have seen over the past six months, such a difference. In terms of like how how much the hair grows back and how fine the hairs are, and I'm absolutely loving the results. I it's I like had to reschedule an appointment, so it was a little bit longer than I normally take mm-hmm. in between, and it was it hurt like hell. Like I was literally it hurt so bad, even though I had numbing cream on. I don't know if you remember one of my beauty and they wrapped the you up, <laughs> wrapped me up in <laughs> saran wrap. <laughs> I still go with the saran wrap. Um, no shame, but it it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. But when I I looked down again, I was just like, I'll be back. Can you schedule me?
0: <laughs> Eight weeks from now, I'll be back. I'm coming back. That's how, I mean, I feel like that's, that's hair removal, period. Like no matter, like I've been getting waxes since the dawn of time. And it's like, every time I'd be like, ooh, but I'll yeah. be back.
1: I'll be back. back. (laughs) (laughs) I will be back. Put my name in that appointment book. I'll be here. (laughs) I will be back.
0: (laughs) I love it. Oh, oh, okay. So this isn't my beauty moment. This is just a pivot off of you. So first of all, I would like to send a special um, hug to anybody who has a quote unquote black name. And let me tell you why. As you all know, I moved back to Chicago in September, And I had to go and get my first wax. I've been with Yesenia at Unike in the Flatiron District for 10 years. Okay. And I was like, who is going to be taking off my coochie hair? I don't know these people. I don't know where to go. Right. So near my house, there is a, uh, what's it called? Like a, a Euro wax. I can't even think of European wax center. Mm -hmm. So I go online to make my appointment and all of these names, Jenny, Jessica, Sarah, I'm like, I know this is not a black owned establishment, but I would like the black girl. (laughs) I'm like, I can't tell who these women are. Right. So then I go to the reviews. Um, and one girl kept getting a lot of love. She had, you know, let's say her name was Rebecca, right? Rebecca is getting a lot of love. I'm like, let me just go where Rebecca. And when I get there, I can ask the person at the counter if there's any Black people who work here. So next time I could get the Black girl, right? So i go and the woman at the counter is Black. I'm like, perfect. I'm gonna ask her. But before I could ask her, they called my name. And Rebecca was Black. I was like, yo, and we went <laughs> I went in there and she just started. She had just graduated from school. She had only been doing it for two months. She was absolutely amazing. Of course, you know me, every time I go for a service, I end up friends with the people. We were sharing our stories, her boyfriend, a Gemini. Like, it was amazing. It was amazing. And I left. and before I was leaving, I told her, I was like, you know, I'm so glad you're black because if you weren't, when I left, I was going to have to ask for a black girl or whatever, whatever. And she was like, you would do that? You would ask for a black girl? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you? I was like, of course. I was like, I, you know, like if i'm going to tip i you know let me make sure that my money is going to back to another black woman you know even though this is a white establishment and she was like that's great i never think to do that i was like yeah girl the girl who does my nails is black and the woman who owns that nail salon is black the girl who do my hair is Black." i was like you know i'm tracking these dollars because i work hard for this change (laughs) (laughs) and and i was like next time Rebecca I don't even I don't even have to ask I already know the vibes and I was like but had had anybody been named you know Shanae that would have saved me even the thought (laughs) so black people keep naming your kids these quote unquote urban names no matter what they say (laughs) Condoleezza Rice done made it they will be fine okay because us us little people need to be able to book our services and be like, that's a sister. What a, when I have children, they will have Euro by names. I don't care. Right. If they
1: live in the States, they're going to keep, they're going to have those names. That's I'm like, right.
0: and you that's do just it. That. You do it. Because if, you're, <laughs> if your daughter is a cosmetologist, I'm you going to be like, do, do, do uh, uh. Yeah, that's okay. who I want right that's, there. That's the one. That's my girl. <laughs> um okay my beauty moment <clears throat> so my beauty moment um is and it's something that I've kind of been working on all year but I'm trying to be very authentic in who I am in the social media space especially since we have the podcast when I was you know doing a reevaluation of my personal social media page is that looking at it you wouldn't get a good vibe for you know everything that kind of makes me me so I've been very intentional in you know maybe writing you know, many blogs or more captions that kind of give more background to a photo or video. Um, I've also been very intentional, so expressing that I'm an artist. So this week um, I posted a video of a behind the scenes of me doing a self-tape. I also posted uh, something from our episode last week. So that's acting, that's the podcast. Um, I posted a bathtub photo with a poem by a black poet. You know, I'm just trying to make sure that when I, look at my public persona it feels like me you know it doesn't matter to me if people are uncomfortable my mom is uncomfortable about my sexuality on the internet and so I was like well don't you don't got an Instagram account so don't go googling you know <laughs> like stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to ma'am <laughs> but, you know like I'm I've been very intentional with making sure that I present as the person that I actually am yeah yeah um, I really,
1: really uh, love that. I, that's something that I have struggled with over the years, feeling like there are, there, there are these different sides of me. And I often wonder, like, do they all show up? Because I've had people tell me, like, because I feel like I post, I don't feel like I curate my feed. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just post what I want to post. But I've had people tell me like, oh, you're so put together. And I'm like, how do you get that? I'm not like, I feel like that is the one stereotype that I'm, that I actively, am like, how do you get that? I'm so put together. Cause that's not something I intentionally like project. So I really love that you are being intentional with that. I love that.
0: So, yeah, but that's, that's my uh, beauty moment for the week. Just trying to be, you know, just trying to make sure that like, I feel like me in every yeah. aspect of my life. So, yeah. and I will say this about you, Dooney, um, whether you feel very put together or not, I do appreciate that you come off more put together than me because <laughs> <laughs> because, because, believe it or not, people have thought that I was very put together. That was one, one critique I got in conservatory is that, you know, people were, people questioned if I could let go as an artist, because I was so put together. And I was like, who are y'all talking about? um, Listen, I'm often like, I'm
1: often amazed because let me tell you something. The first time my boyfriend looked at me and said, you are a child, like you're 12. I laughed so hard. I was like, you see me like you really see me like because i am the biggest goofball i'm i am a kid like i'm a kid and i was just like yo i'm like this is where i need to be cuz you see who i am yeah yeah but i always think it's so funny cuz i'm like you know and it's and i'm i am not like i'm not the friend who doesn't tell my friends like what's going on. I am the friend who's very on. Like, I need a, a discussion. I need to talk. I need you to walk me off the ledge. Mm-hmm. Going on, like I'm so vulnerable and open that so I, I'm always like
0: I I'm always confused when I get the whole put together thing because I'm like. Oh,
1: exactly. Me, meanwhile, actively- you're
0: you're picking up pieces of yourself off the ground like. all over. <laughs> over I'm like oh my god
1: all over oh, back. All I know
0: it's like y'all y'all crazy it's like oh that's cute that's cute <laughs> <laughs> well that's all we got yeah that's all we have
1: guys thanks for joining us this was it was so fun to do a solo episode we haven't done this literally in like I don't know in months so like four months or something like that so more to come so more to come until next time beauty needs me